guys what's going on welcome back to another episode of the wonderful the arsenio buck perspective podcast man so grateful to be back and today we're going to be talking about deliberate habits see when we react okay to just about anything and everything in our schedule it leads to random directions in life random emotions even tons of drama yeah there is some variety and I love it. Believe me, I love it. There's some adventure to it, excitement, the spontaneity of doing things, doing things that are very spontaneous within your relationships to keep that mojo with it. Absolutely. But when I talk about structure, okay, or you're asking yourself, hey, I like this. I want to try new things. Absolutely. A part of our life needs that adventure, needs that variety. And you can also have it while also being incredibly focused, disciplined, and responsible, right? So it's kind of like me. I, over the last couple of days, I've made a deliberate choice to read for about 20 to 30 minutes before I go to sleep. And I end up having a magnificent sleep. And I do want to, like, after 8 p.m., I do want to get off uh, technology, and then I sleep probably just after about 9 that would make it a hell of a lot better. Um, but nonetheless, it's having that deliberate choice of, let's say, me riding a bike, which I'm going to do tomorrow morning, I believe, um, you know, to go running. You know, it's not an accident. It's a choice. I didn't want to go walk on the treadmill this morning. I didn't want to do 40 ab wheels this morning, but I knew if I didn't do it, I'm just going to end up giving up on myself. And guess what? I'm just going to lead to random so we need to become more deliberate about things to make our lives better, right? Because when we do them, we end up with more freedom. So I'm going to give you three things to think about today in regards to deliberation. All right. First thing, you got to have yourself a morning and an evening routine, whether it's waking up and you got the kids and you got to take the dogs for a walk. Okay. Maybe it's, you know, the, and it's hard for you because maybe you have five people in your house and you have to manage everyone getting out of the house on time or maybe commuting and responding to other people's messages. And maybe you're working remote and it's a little bit chaotic at home, just as I heard from one of my students with the World, uh, World Vision Foundation of Thailand, which is an unbelievable organization that I really wanna create the Arsenio Buck Foundation on its pillar of success. But nonetheless, see, billions of people had those conditions and have these conditions in, you know, maybe you're able to figure it out. And why would you just keep telling yourself that you can't? I know a lot of people out there. Oh, it's easy for you to say, I have this. I have that. I have this. I have that. And I'm just like, well, <laughs> you know, maybe you do have that super project that's keeping you up all night. Okay. And it's hard to keep a morning routine in place. But I can tell you right now, you probably have five to 10 minutes in the morning for deep breaths to cheer yourself on. Okay, who you want to be this particular day, the affirmations that you want to tell yourself. See, again, a lot of people would say, well, I'm, I'm a morning person, not an evening, or I'm an evening person, not a morning. It's harder for me to keep focus and to wind down well, you know, and because maybe you have to do a lot of things emotionally and physically to wind down. Well, you have to set yourself up, you know, you got to make sure you process, you know, read something. And, you know, me, I listened to Meditative Mind, you know, it's an application. I realized it was on YouTube for a while, but the application is unbelievable. 
it gives me that sense of relief. There's a number of different things. And, you know, they have a one year, not a, yeah, they have a one year subscription, but I had a one week uh, free trial. And it was just so amazing because I slept like a baby at my condo when I started having this on the speaker as I went to sleep. Maybe you got to journal a little bit. Remember the whole evening routine. I'll go over it uh, at the end of this podcast to, you know, for yourself to ask some questions. But again, it's a way to wind down. What do you do to wind down? Okay. If you have only 30 minutes, what is it? You know, I have a tendency. I used to like look at fish, but again, I don't want to be exposed to that blue light after 8 p.m., you know, but I would listen to, you, you know, uh, you know, watch saltwater fish or get some education, but I don't want to put so much, so many things that, you know, I, you know, put into my mind that I'm like, okay, well, I need to learn about this, have a conversation about it. I kind of just want to ease away from that and have personal development and feed my subconscious mind with things that I could ultimately dream about that I could transform my entire mental, you know, my, my mental frame. Right. So, but maybe you want to stretch or go for an evening walk with, which a lot of people do out here in this neighborhood that I live in and, you know, in our house. Uh, maybe it's having a quick conversation with your partner, your spouse. Maybe it's taking supplements. Maybe it's cooling off the room like I do. You know, I turn on the air probably about at 7.30 p.m. in the room. So when we walk in and after that, everything is cool and we can wind down very well. Taking a shower, getting goals in place for the next day. What's yours? It's kind of like this, you know, the Brennan Bichard, he says, okay, three hours, no, uh, what is it? Oh my God. Three hours, no food. Okay. Two hours, no work. One hour, no screen. That's a nice little format. Okay. So three hours, no food. That means have your last meal probably around 5 PM. So therefore you could fast for at least 12 hours, maybe upwards to 14 hours. That is perfect for fat burning. And then two hours, you know, no work saying, okay, all right, that's it. I'm not going to do work. Now me, yes, there are days I have to teach till about seven or 8 PM, but at the same time, I could wind down very well. Although it was very difficult for me for some reason, four years ago, and it was probably primarily because I was very stressed. So I would listen to, I didn't know about meditative mind at the time. So I would listen to affirmations. Uh, but you know, sometimes I would get home so late and it takes a while for the room to calm down. And the next, thing you know, I worry about not getting any sleep and then my sleep ends up going to shit, you know, but Hey, you know, it's figuring out that system. I don't have that problem anymore. One hour of no screen. I don't read any messages from anybody, any students, anyone asking me questions. I'm just like, okay, that's it. I'm not going to be reading any of this. There are times throughout the day that I'm just like, ah, I'm not going to deal with I don't want notifications popping up. I'm going to go one hour block time and focus on the thing, the needle mover. See what I mean? So it's kind of like having that system in place. And to be honest with you, when you start off the day like that and end the day well, you kind of have that personal power. So then number two, failing and having a work approach. So if you look at philosophy, the, the philosophy of productivity, what makes you productive? What makes you productive? How were you successful in the past? Uh, and if you were successful in the past, what did you do on a regular basis to become successful? You know, the work approach could be no phone calls, no emails, finishing off key projects or no conversation, no other people, whatever it may be, you know, it's kind of like having those notifications off, like I said. And so maybe you got to have breaks every hour. You know, sometimes after a video, I'm like, okay, let me get up. Okay, that was 20 to 25 minutes on the screen. Let me get up a little bit. Let me go downstairs. Let me go look at the fish. Let me go clean a little bit. Let me get my body going, you know, 
And having that break away from my desk or, you know, having that break away from my students and being able to close my eyes and maybe bounce in place, 10 deep breaths, soft belly breathing technique, you know, movement to open up the body, which I do by going downstairs, you know, it makes everything more enjoyable, you know, and that routine saves me time, energy, effort, and it makes everything just more enjoyable in general. So got to set that up. What is you and what is your work approach? And the last one, relationship improvement. You can't do randomness, people. It has to be thoughtful. So if you're going to focus on improving that relationship, the new activities, questions, maybe a couple activity, you know, the games, the new things you try together, questions you ask, ways to handle conflict, you know, and relationships need to be built just as much as businesses and teams and bank accounts, right? And a lot of people who end up just building bank accounts, like let's just say Bill Gates, guess what? He's poor. He's poor. Sure, he's one of the richest men, but he failed at his marriage because he never built up the relationship account. Remember, that's Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective, that emotional bank account. Like if you're so business driven, if you're so, you know, you driving your business and money, money centered, money centered, money centered, you forget about all relationships. Kim Kardashian, Kanye West a total collapse. I'm just giving you guys like all these people who are in the limelight, like people like to talk about and stuff like that. But all these people are millionaires, billionaires, and they have failed at relationship building because they don't have that randomness. They do Valentine's Day, but they don't do all the other days of the year. They don't have random. They don't have, okay, I'm going to send roses to my wife because it's a Wednesday. That's called you know, the spontaneity of relationships. So you could do that with your friends. You could do that with your partners. You could do that with your spouse. You could do that with your team workers, people on your team, people at work. That type of spontaneity will absolutely improve. Those setting up deliberate habits in terms of tackling these three things are going to help you a lot. And like I said, like I told you, I was going to do the week, not the weekly review, the, uh, the evening review, something that I do like on a consistent basis. Uh, these are some questions I ask myself. A moment that I really appreciate it today was, and then I write it down. Yesterday, a moment that I really, uh, what is it that I really appreciate it was, oh my God, I totally, I don't, I didn't, I didn't go anywhere yesterday either. Uh, a moment I really appreciate it was probably the weather because for from 6 a.m. to 12 p.m. It was just stormy. You just hear rumbling everywhere. It's the first time I heard that ever in my life, like consistent brrr, thunder everywhere. It was just beautiful. A situation or a task that I handle well, okay? Something you realize or learn today. Uh, asking yourself, how could you have made yesterday better or today better? And something that could have helped you feel more connected with others today would have been what? You see, these are good questions. And again, asking yourself, the great for you know the three things that you're grateful for that's a way and a way to journal at the end of your evening every single day and to generate that and then right after that set up your routine what are you going to do after that are you going to listen to something that's very common are you going to do you have incense in your room do you have a smell that allows you to go to sleep do you have to spray something on your bed to allow you to get better sleep these are things that you could begin setting up today so it's up to you deliberate habits people over and out